0: It's Friday, and I'm sorry that we missed yesterday. That was my fault, folks. It was all on me. I got. I'll tell you what happened to me, Tim. Not that you're probably interested. Not, but... I, I. I'm not here to to to. No, no, to no, The no, wall. So, I had a you know. vet called. I had to go it's to the vet roll. to get medicine for one of the dogs, and you're not allowed in the vet's um, office. so You got to wait in your. Anywho.
1: How's everybody doing, first of all?
0: Dogs are good. Rocky, it, Rocky is the patient. Rocky's our 15 and right. a half year old Shih Tzu. Yes, right. a Shih Tzu. And you know, like the rest of us getting old. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it happens and it, you know.
1: Does Rocky still go into the meat cooler and just, you know, throw some jabs at a, at a big old slab? I mean, how does, you know, how does he, you know when, he's, when he's pissed off, what does he do?
0: He basically, he won't throw some jabs at the meat, in the meat locker, but he will sort of position himself <laughs> in a corner of the kitchen and just sort he of he look at everybody and say, he, like, no, you know, it's funny you say that. Just no, to... <laughs> the, the rock star will not drop a deuce in the kitchen, nor will right. Russell, All nor right. will I, for that matter. Well, I've been tempted I to. I mean, there,
1: it, it, you would get people's
0: attention. Um, and, uh, hold uh, on, Linda Snow, <laughs> my wife just walked in, she heard me talking about dropping a deuce in the kitchen and she's mortified, so I'm yeah, sorry about that. Linda, that's my fault,
1: yeah. that's my yeah. fault. Uh, yeah. Once anyway. again, I'm always the friend were you I was always the friend growing up that that the parents were like, are you with Seymour?
0: Because yeah, uh that,
1: right. I I But I that's ain't okay.
0: Now not to make an, an awkward segue, but the market's dropping a bit of a deuce. And I guess my question to you <laughs> is, is this all on the back, is GameStop final I know it sounds preposterous and people are gonna be at me left and right, but is GameStop the final is it the straw that broke this camel's back, the camel being the broader market?
1: Look, there's a lot of answers to that. And I actually thought your segue was going to be my dogs are back home. We just ordered from Chewy and the the co-founder of Chewy just ordered up uh, a a market bonanza because again the, the catalyst around GameStop uh, seemingly was that a new board was brought in on January seventh I think uh, that included uh, this guy Cohen who's one of the co-founders of Chewy uh, and has you know absolutely been been anointed one of the uh, mm-hmm. you know one of the great entrepreneurs innovators of of our time um, and and here we go and so to answer your question the question is who who's the villain here. Mm -hmm. This is, this is, you know, this is, I mean, you know, I, you, folks, sometimes we, Guy and I can't see each other. We obviously always feel like we can see each other. And I, you know, I happen to know Guy that you're wearing a a fine Merino wool sweater today on a cold
0: day in the Northeast.
1: It is cold. It's a fine Italian Merino blend. Um, So here, by the way, you
0: might want to use this, use this over the weekend. And I think I mentioned this before, but this is a good one for you uh, game, you home gamers, the Hawk is flying today the hawk the Haw- is flying today <laughs> what
1: anyway, does that mean go- and why, ahead, look why? it up
0: go to your google machine
1: there's a guy in georgetown named the hawk um hawthorne smith by the way right. um i don't know if you knew hawk. And, and
0: no uh, i didn't but i did know Hawthorne wingo um who played on that 73 nick championship team yeah uh and hawthorne wingo passed away this week which is unfortunate oh, big I'm fan of, of hawthorne wingo. no i mean I- he was a fan favorite when i was a kid that's interesting
1: because I thought you were going to bring up Trey Wingo, who's a big fan of commercial break as well. Um, Trey Wingo, but, that's right. But, but, uh, um, so I'm wearing my, where's my bailout tee, which I, I break out a few times a year because I, I feel as if this is one of those times. And I, and I feel that what's what's going around at GameStop is, is really a lot of people uh, on both sides. And I have to tell you as a, as a, guy who's been a fund a manager and obviously we're we're on a show around markets and we are quote unquote professionals and as far as i'm concerned you know where's my bailout it, you know and 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 i realize that that's part of the foment on on reddit and wall street bets too because again it, it's about main street against wall street and mm-hmm. and a lot of people who feel like where's my bailout i i watched these fat cats get bailing out right and left, left and i and i brought <laughs> I brought my, my copy of When Genius Failed, which to sure me- you did. And I'll chalk it over there with a little bit of anger because you know what, this is all about the Fed. As far as I'm concerned, this all started <laughs> when the Fed bailed out the, the biggest uh, and the best known and the brightest and supposedly the smartest and, and the most connected investors and hedge fund in the world, long-term capital. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've had a series of uh, you know covering up for the man and bailing people out and people got bailed out in the financial crisis. And, and, you know, as a, again, as a Wall Streeter, I guess, although I don't consider my, I, no one ever let me into those circles. I can tell you that right now. Um, you know, and, and, and the sense here is that GameStop is, is really the rallying cry for the populist movement around uh, all the people that, and this could and this get into the financial oppression stuff that we talk about all the time, because, because as far as I'm concerned, the Federal Reserve a, a, has made middle class and, and lower class, zero class, outcast and 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 if you don't have assets and you don't have access to capital you haven't benefited at all from zero interest rates in fact your costs have gotten significantly higher there is inflation you can't afford a house uh your money in the bank on a fixed income is is, is you basically have to pay them to take it now uh, what's, and so what's
0: what's that what's that show with the when they went when they went into space uh the star Boston trek space. right no oh, no the yeah, other star one trek. the star trek yeah. which by the way I've probably seen bits and drabs. I'm not one of these, I, all those I'm not things sort of, yeah, it never really interests me. Nah. But I know they nah. had something called like the Vulcan mind meld or something when Spock, something just happened here because. There we go. You, you, that, that diatribe, which I love, by the way, that sounds I mean, like me. I mean, you're railing against the Fed machine. I love it. I Dude, love it. Well, look. Um, I am I'm less vocal
1: than you on this, but you, you know, I've been consistent with this theme too. I, I just, um, you know, what, what's really going on here. That to me is what's really going on here. You know, people say I had a bunch of people hit me last night and, and, uh, um, and say, so, you know, are you X or Y? Uh, I'm neither. Um, as far as I'm concerned, this is who, who, and, and I have no time for people manipulating markets on either side. So if there's manipulation, that's where I want the regulators coming in. I, we don't need the regulators to come in and protect the integrity of the market. And, and that's something else, That that's a euphemism for, again, let's let's bail people out because right, right now, I don't need more regulation in, in, in terms of the system. Uh, and, and regulation is convenient around supporting the people that need the help and they're part of the club. Um, so again, I think you have to be really careful about bringing more regulation here, but like, I don't care if, if you've got $3 in the bank, if you're in a chat room and you're talking stuff up and you're manipulating the market in a group setting and, and you're misrepresenting also uh, not only your position, uh, but that of the actual facts, Uh, I think there's a problem there. All right. Um, I think Wall Street and the hedge funds that also recognize this. So second derivative part of this is are the are are the hedge funds that are piling into this trade, recognizing uh, again this this moment and once again taking advantage of the situation. I I, I think there's a, a, a an appropriate conversation to be made about what Wall Street really creates. Um, and, and, and that it's just a bunch of opportunism. Um, and I have plenty of answers to, to push back on that, however. Uh, uh, and I actually think that, you know, capital markets overall, are, are absolutely critical to Main Street. So, you know, we don't have time on the show to talk about it. I also think that short selling uh, is very, very important to markets and has a very, very good function. Now, short selling without a borrow and, and, and taking the outstanding uh, share count of a company and, and tripling it um, through shorts, you know, without accountability on the short side, uh, but more importantly, manipulation by hedge fund cabals, um, you know, look, th- that, that's how I feel. That's how I feel.
0: What was that Tom Morello band? Tom Morello? Yeah, what I do think you he's the isn't that the guitar dude? Wasn't there some band called like Rage Against the Machine? Because Rage Against that's the Machine. What you just did, and I dig it. Um,
1: when, when Chris Cornell got together uh, with effectively the guys from Rage and created Audio Slave. Sure. Um, if you haven't listened to the Audio Slave, I mean, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. It's such a sad story and, and such an incredible rocker. Um, one of the great voices to me of rock and roll of all time. Um, but, but. When those guys came together, that is some powerful, powerful stuff. Again, Audio Slave, check it out. You know, it's interesting. Um, your boy and, and I have increasingly grown to appreciate. I, I is Neil Young um, has has written a song. I think it's called "Fork in the Road." Check sure. that out too, because because that really, I think, is on some level an anthem against. You know, kind of addressing a lot of this stuff and 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 bailouts and and just you know, where society's gone bad, I think, I think. So uh, uh, check it out. I mean, fork in the road, that's a yogi euphemism too. When, yeah, you, when you hit a, a fork in the road, you, you, you take it. And you Unfortunately,
0: take... we're hitting a stop sign now in that fork oh. in the road because we got to get out of here, man. But I'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Stay warm in the Merino. We'll see
1: you later.